I am Dr. Barbara Kiel, and some clients of mine prefer to call me Dr. Bibi. And to be honest, I quite like it. Welcome to my podcast. To be honest, a podcast that is born out of mental health efficacy. I believe in the power of intention, and my intention for this podcast is to educate whoever wishes to listen, and to make a paradigm shift in how we perceive mental illness. I also believe mental health education is key, and that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is to invest. In your own mental health. Let's face it, we all need to learn how our minds work, and have the skills to deal with life's ups and downs. And more importantly, let us strengthen our ability to better connect with and support each other. Strong, empathetic. Nurturing and caring relationships have the power to prevent everyday challenges from becoming more concerning issues like mental illness. The responsibility to renew focus on your own mental well-being begins now. Let us set the energy of this episode together. You may wish to put your hand on your heart. And close your eyes unless you're driving or operating heavy machinery. Take a deep breath in, and as you exhale, let your thoughts go. Let your worries go. Let your past go. Now take a moment to plug into the greater energy of the universe. Feel your heart, and imagine us all connected in a unified field of divine white light. And know that you are safe. All is well, and so it is. So take another deep breath in, and exhale out with a loud sigh. And when you are ready, slowly open your eyes. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to To Be Honest. Last week, I received some emails commenting that it's refreshing to be focusing on healthy love and relationships because a lot has been shared about unhealthy and toxic relationships. So it's good to know. I still believe the best love is the one that makes you a better person without changing the core of who you want to be. That means the better version of you, and your partner is able to bring out the best in you. 
Now, along those lines, the definition of healthy love, as I have come to discover in my decades of practice and helping both couples and individuals with their relationships, lies in the sense of responsibility to the self. That's why I often emphasize self-love and take self-extreme care of yourself. Because when you take responsibility for yourself, it means that we are responsible for our own happiness. Now, I am not responsible for my partner's happiness. I would like them to be happy, of course, because I would also want a partner who has a sense of responsibility to their self. I am responsible for ensuring that I am a whole person, that I have a healthy sense of self-identity, and that I can meet my own needs and self-esteem from within. For healthy love to exist between two people, they must first understand and accept that happiness in a relationship depends on whether the person in the relationship have developed independently into a whole secure person. Again, I am not referring to being perfect because nobody is perfect. And when I say whole and secure person, I mean majority of the time they are behaving in a manner that is healthy. A whole person accepts they are both strong and weak. They have strengths and they also have weaknesses. And they are all right by that. And if someone points that out to them, their self-esteem is healthy enough to handle it and they won't get defensive. Why? Because they have accepted and acknowledged their weaknesses and most likely they are doing something to improve on those weaknesses. And that's why we humans are a work in progress. And for those who behave defensively most of the time, that means there is more work to be done. Like what, you may ask? Well, a good way to check and know is to see if you have the following characteristics that definitely is vital in order to have a healthy, loving, and meaningful relationship. So number one. Do you have a solid sense of self-identity? People in a relationship that is healthy can think independently and are willing and able to articulate their wants and needs to partners. They are able to speak and act from an honest place within themselves. Partners can love themselves unconditionally, accepting the parts of themselves that are easy to love as well as the parts that are not as easy to love. Healthy partners love their own lives while still being open to growth, progress, and evolution with a partner. Now, just in case, some of you may ask, what is the sense of self? Quite simply, your sense of self is the identity you carry around all day long. It is your sense of this is who I am and this is not me. The sense of self, also known as the ego, E-G-O, is an image we carry around in our minds about who we are. Or sometimes you'll hear people say it's the persona. When we have a strong sense of self, 
we are able to differentiate ourselves from other people. How? By having boundaries. And there are many types of boundaries, like internal boundaries, sexual boundaries, financial boundaries, and so on and so forth. I did mention I am going to spend one episode, if not more, on boundaries and how to set boundaries because it is a very important skill to have, particularly if you want to have a strong sense of self-identity. It is the biological, psychological, emotional, and spiritual destiny of all human beings to create a strong sense of self in order to create healthy, meaningful love. The second characteristic of a strong, healthy relationship is the ability to compromise. Partners who are open to the idea of seeking mutually gratifying solutions to conflicts are more likely to have a strong, healthy relationship. Healthy partners can acknowledge the validity of their partner's wants and needs, and even when they do not agree, still respect areas of difference. A cornerstone of compromise is finding solutions that are agreeable to both partners, and healthy relationships are marked by an ability to consider situations from a partner's side of things. And that would require understanding, open-mindedness, and at times, empathy. The third characteristic of a strong, healthy relationship is appropriate trust. This characteristic is one that can be determined, actually, at the beginning of a relationship. When both partners are available to begin a relationship, not still attached or otherwise holding on to a previous relationship. In other words, they must end a relationship before they start another one. And if one of the partners is not doing that, it's a red flag. Trust can be fostered. When trust has the opportunity to grow, partners feel more safe and may be better able to share their innermost thoughts and feelings with each other. They believe in their partner's ability to listen and help, and there may be a mutual sense of faith that neither will be blindsided by surprises they don't expect. Trust cultivates a stable relationship with predictability, reliability, and, of course, accountability. So if you find your partner or yourself behaving in a way that tends to blame the other one a lot, get defensive a lot instead of taking responsibility for your own uh, behaviors. That is not accountability. And therefore, most likely there will be trust issues in that relationship. The fourth characteristic of a strong, healthy relationship is communication. Well, to be honest, even in a strong and healthy relationship, you are not going to agree on everything, and you don't have to be. Being able to express your own feelings or opinions, knowing it's all right to disagree, and saying what you mean and meaning what you say are all aspects of effective communication. When we are able to communicate effectively with our partners, show compassion, 
empathy and concern for each other, and talk about problems and listen well. And when I say listen well, is to apply active listening skills. We effectively create a roadmap for a partner to be able to understand and meet our needs. Without this map, we might endlessly wandering, trying to find out our partner's needs, coming close to meeting their needs, but never quite succeeding. And we definitely do not want that to happen in our relationship. The fifth characteristic of a loving, healthy relationship is loving detachment. Seeing a partner as a capable person is a critical component of healthy relationships. Couples can often confuse the concepts of whether their partner is good at something and whether they are simply capable of doing something. Believing these are the same thing can lead to conflict in the relationship. In reality, most people are capable of doing most things, right? However, sometimes partners may not be good, quote unquote, at the things we want them to be good at. Loving detachment means we believe our partners have the ability to take care of themselves and their lives on their own. Allowing and encouraging our partners to have separate interests and maintain meaningful relationships with other people, and respecting their ability to do so, is an important part of loving detachment. In a way, it's relating to having boundaries and allowing each individual to have a solid sense of self-identity. Remember, number one characteristic of a strong, healthy relationship is a solid sense of self-identity. The sixth characteristic is an understanding of the reality of love. What does that mean? Love is created. Love is a verb, and also love is a feeling, of course, and it requires effort on our parts. The idea of love at first sight is romantic, no doubt, and we may want to believe in it. But in reality, that's just not the case. Love is not something that is acquired one day by chance. It must be developed with trust, shaped with effort, and fostered with understanding and patience over time. This may not seem idealistic, but it is simply the truth of long-lasting, meaningful love. Now, now, now. If you are the exception, because it is not all-or-nothing thinking here, right? If by chance you are the exception, I congratulate you. Because majority of the time, when people say, "Oh, it's love at first sight," more often than not, there is an element of lust. And lust does not stand the test of time. And the seventh characteristic of a strong, healthy relationship is an awareness of our attraction to familiarity. I'm sure you have heard the saying, "We marry our parents," right? We may not realize it because many people partner someone who reminds them, in some way, of one or both of their parents. This is not necessarily a conscious decision. It's simply that we tend to be attracted to and connect with people who are comfortable and familiar. 
So whether our experiences with our parents are positive or negative, or a little of both, we often are drawn to similarities in the partners we choose. If we are aware of this and in tune with how our relationship with our parents has affected us, we are often better able to understand the type of person we might be attracted to. We might be fulfilling a desire to live out what we have learned as children, or to fix what was broken in our childhood through our current relationships. Though we might logically know dysfunctional relationships with our parents cannot be fixed by our current relationships, we may still struggle with this emotionally. Identifying and working on ourselves to resolve any issues remaining from childhood will not guarantee a healthy relationship, but doing so may put us on the road to a better one. So, my audience, having a healthy relationship with our partners comes down to one thing: having a healthy relationship with ourselves is key. When discussing healthy love with the people I work with, I make it clear that I believe a healthy relationship with the self is necessary to have a healthy relationship with others. It starts from within, not without. This healthy relationship with the self includes developing and maintaining a solid self-identity, recognizing our own needs. And being able to meet them on our own first, and allowing our partners to live their own lives while sharing their lives with us, and of course, including other ingredients like empathy, compassion, open-mindedness, and of course, one of the most important ones, having boundaries. And to be honest, you could only offer those to your partner in order to create a healthy, strong, deep, meaningful relationship. When you possess them, isn't it? Think about that. So until next week, stay safe, learn heaps, and find the courage to be honest. Bye for now. You can find this podcast, to be honest, on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and my website, www.drbarbarakiao.com. D R B A R B A R A K I A O dot com. 